What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey, everyone. We are at episode 30. I can't even believe it. That's an amazing thing because when I started out, I just was like, I'm going to go and see what happens. But here we are 30 episodes later. So thank you if you've been tuning in the whole time or even if this is the first time you're listening. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I have to say I am sitting in the recording studio and it is all decked out in festivity, which is so awesome. It just, I don't know, it makes it a little more bright and merry when recording these things. Um, So I'm just loving it all because, as we know, January is like literally right around the corner. And soon it's all going to go away, all the decorations. And DFW, for sure, gets into the holiday spirit. I mean, everywhere there are tree displays and all the, you know, little areas. My area specifically does something like when you're driving on one of the freeways into town, like all of a sudden it's all white lights and reindeer And there's like this whole clock art out of like shrubs and different kind of bushes and like clock hands and everything. It reminds me a lot of a Disneyland display. Like if you're trying to picture what this looks like, because I'm probably not describing it well, it looks a lot like a Disneyland display, but they totally deck it out for the holidays. And then specifically on the lake that I live on, um, there is Christmas tree out there. All the lights are done up. It's just really pretty. And then a lot of the apartments for, you know, people's houses along that way, they're all decorated. So I just love it. And with January coming, I know it's all going to be coming down soon, but I'm enjoying it for the moment. So episode 30, like I said, we're headed into New Year's and then my pageant is coming. It's like right around the corner. I just had so many updates on this pageant front. Um, of what's happened in like the last since the last time I gave an update, but this is going to be the last update prior to the actual day um, because we're times a ticking. It's happening. I can't even believe it because it's been like a multi-year planning for something, and all of a sudden now it's here. Like it's come so fast, but I am so ready. So since. Well, I guess let me announce like kind of what pageant I'm competing in because I actually haven't stated it, I don't think, in anything. Um, but it's going to be the USA Ambassador Texas pageant, and I'm going for Texas Misses. And I don't know. I hope my goal this whole time has been A, to compete, you know, and stand on stage and do it, but also the big goal, like the secondary goal or the goal that I've kind of had like in my mind is that I really want to make it to nationals, which will be in Florida in July. Um, that heat and humidity might be a next level situation, which you would think I'd be used to living in Texas, but I'm just not designed for heat or humidity. Like if it was cold all the time, I'd be great. Uh, so I'll have to do some extra prep, especially with my hair in the frizz. Like there's a few things I might consider, but 
I would be so honored and so just so excited if I was on a plane and traveling to Florida this summer so I could compete. So that's like my ultimate goal. But regardless of what happens or how it turns out, I am just going to be so proud of myself for getting up there and doing it. I am going to have a little cheering section, which is just so exciting. Um, You know, my sister-in-law, my husband, my dad will be there. So it's just going to be an awesome little group. And I don't know, I can't wait for them to see what I've been doing this whole time. Um, Because I remember when my sister-in-law was visiting, oh gosh, over a year ago now, um, I was still trying to learn how to walk in those high heels. And I just remember like trying to show her and I don't know, I just didn't really make it at all. Like I was still, I don't know, like a little duck, you know, the little ducks when they're trying to learn how to walk, they like kind of tumble. Yeah. Imagine that. That's what I look like probably in those shoes. And I remember her being like, oh, maybe you could try this or try this. Like all these things that we were trying to think of, like, how could I get better in these shoes? And so when she sees me now, it's going to be so different because now I can just, I don't know, almost run in them. Like I would never try because those are really high heels. Uh, But I'm so comfortable in them. So it's like such a huge change from what she saw, you know, just over a year ago. And my husband has seen little like snippets of me practicing. He never like sits and watch that would be awkward at my house to have him doing that. But, you know, at my house, like I'm, I don't have the same space that I do when I actually go to a formal pattern practice and stuff. So it's a little different of a practice. Like I really work on more, um, I make it fit for my area that I'm in. And sometimes I'll head down to the gym area, which is an even smaller room that they have dedicated where it's kind of like a yoga mat space, if you will. And it's, Yeah, it's a smaller room than my apartment space that I can walk in, but it has a full-length mirror and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes I go down there and practice as well if I'm really trying to work on positioning or making sure my shoulders are in the right spot or, you know, my foot placement's just perfect. So he hasn't really seen like a full out like what I do when I go to a pageant practice in Houston where I have my coach and I'm like, in a big space, like more similar to what the stage will be like and things like that. So it's different, like what I am able to do at home versus elsewhere. So he doesn't even truly know um, exactly what it all looks like when it comes together. So that will be exciting for that. So since I last gave an update, I've actually done quite a bit. I've turned in all of my paperwork. Yes, there is paperwork, there is preparation Um, It's not just, you know, going and being there. There's things you need to fill out in advance, like interview questions, things about yourself, just so judges kind of get to know you in advance and also can formulate questions potentially off of how you answered things. Um, And also you write stuff that they're going to announce while you're on stage in the different competitions. So it's really describing, you know, just answering questions they gave. But like in end... And I was using like a bullet pointed thing and probably 11 point font, but like all my answers and the questions and stuff came to about three pages Word doc. So it was a decent size of stuff that I was preparing and getting ready. Um, But that's all done. I got it all in. Like I said earlier, probably my speech is already written. So I'm in the process of just memorizing that and making sure I have my, you know, movement transitions down and all that. So when I get on stage to give that, 
there's not going to be any awkwardness. It's going to look like I've given the speech a million times, which hopefully by then it will be close to a million that I've practiced. Well, maybe not a million, but you get the point. Um, I also did my headshots. So this was kind of like a pivotal part of this whole experience because I, you know, I've worn, you know, I've had my makeup done before. I am one who likes to do that when certain occasions come up. Um, but I've never done like a full on glam makeup other than maybe when I went to the mall, like glamour shots or whatever, way back in the day when those were popular. Uh, I think that was high school when those were popular, but I've never done truly like full on glam. I've done really nice and dressed up, but like this was next level makeup and I have never seen myself in that way before because I've never had that much makeup or like the extent of kind of, you know, the stage flash drama makeup, but it looked so good. Like I have never pictured myself in that way. And I'm a very visual person. Like once I can see something, like I can create it in my mind and then I can, you know, see myself in a situation looking a certain way. And it was like, when I saw the makeup, it made the connection to this is how I'm going to look on stage. And it was like, that was the piece that was missing. I could kind of see the dress because I had seen drawings and all these things, but I like never could make that full connection of like, what will I actually look like on stage? But it's like the picture is so clear in my mind now. So it was great because at this last pageant practice that I just had in Houston, as I was walking, because I could see myself um, fully dressed and like with that makeup, the hair that was in my headshots, it's like I could all of a sudden picture, you know, the audience, see where my husband was sitting in the audience. Not that I actually know where he's going to end up in the seat, but like it was so real to me when I was walking and practicing those walks that I could see the judges sitting in front of me. It was like the rest of the image that I needed to be fulfilled in my head was built because I could see how I fit into it. And it was just amazing. So I am so excited to actually see it in real life because I have it in my head now, you know, what this is going to look like. And I am absolutely so excited. So in addition to the headshots, which were just so awesome, and I will be putting online soon, um, I will be sharing at least one of them because I got a couple different ones for me to have. But one of them I will be launching soon so you can see what I look like in pageant makeup. Um, but I just did my dress fittings and I had two dresses custom made. I have never been through an experience like that before with custom made dresses. Like my wedding dress is probably, I don't know, the most important closest dress to that. And like literally my mom and I went to David's bridal and the first dress I saw, I said, that's the dress. I tried it on. There were no alterations needed. So it was probably like a 20 minute, 30 minute appointment at most. Um, yeah, it was like, I just saw it. I tried it on. So there was no fitting. There was no measuring. There was no nothing. And for getting custom dresses made, I don't know if you've ever been through the process. I sure haven't, but it is, um, you're kind of vulnerable. Like I was in like, um, I'm wearing like Spanx under it just to make sh under the dresses to make sure everything just looks super smooth so you won't see any, I don't know, any lines, nothing, like all that. But it was like I was in that, my undergarments in front of like my coach and like the seamstress, which was just 
super awkward for me. I mean, they were all like, oh, no, this is totally normal. But I am I would consider myself a more modest person. And so that was it took me out of my comfort zone. And I kind of just had to, like, take a deep breath and just be like, this is okay." Like, you know, your coach, although normally you wouldn't be like this in front of her, like she's cool. Like (laughs) you've got a relationship there, so you're cool. But, um, you know, it was just I don't know. It was kind of an awkward moment. Like I liken it to, you know, say you're in a fitting room and all of a sudden the door were to swing open. It's like, ah, okay, what's going on? But, you know, I got over that pretty quick and I was like, okay, there's kind of like a bathing suit, you know, with all this stuff on. Um, So I was like, okay, I I can do this. But it was definitely an interesting experience because, you know, the dresses didn't quite look they were more like the shell of the dress. And then, you know, they were custom figuring out, like, this is where we're going to cut it to make this neckline. And this is how we're adding this. And, you know, like, so it was just the shell. But it, I could totally see what the dresses were going to look like then um, once they started, you know, adding the stitching of where they were going to hem this or do that. Like, I am just so excited. Like, I'll get the dresses in the beginning of January, um, which will be so exciting but yeah, I have two dresses being made, one for the evening wear and the other one for the USA fashion wear. So it's like something that I would normally wear around Dallas. And I don't know, it's like spot on when I had even like the shells of the dress on. I was like, yep, these are 100% me. If they were in a store somewhere, I would totally buy them. Um, and I'm so excited that like something that's so genuine and true to me got made by, you know, a wonderful designer. She is amazing. Her name is Masha. Um, She just, I guess, got me from our conversations because she literally, you know, made dream dresses that I've pictured in my head and they're coming to life. And it was so cool to see because I've, like I said, I've never done anything like that before, but it was absolutely amazing to see her creations come to life and, to be like, yep, these are 100% something I'm on board with. And like I said, the final, you know, pageant practice in person just happened. I'll probably end up having like one more virtual once the dresses are there just so we can see how I walk in them and anything I might need to shift then. Um, But the final practice was amazing. It was probably the best practice I have had yet. Like, the interview questions, just, I don't know, I was on it. I've been practicing that for sure. Even though I love talking and I can answer questions well, like I was being kind of shy with them in the beginning or like I'd have a few where I didn't quite, I, you know, answered really generically. I didn't quite give it my all when I first started. And this time, like every single one out of the gate, I just, I did what I was supposed to do and what I had been practicing. So that was like my main goal. And like, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but I even scheduled another virtual practice mainly with my coach just to go over interview um, about a month ago. So I have been for sure working on it and the work has paid off because that's exactly what I was hoping to have happen. And so now I just need to clean up my walk in a few more places, a few slight tweaks of arm placement and all of that. But I felt so confident yesterday and it's like seeing the dresses, seeing myself walking, picturing the audience. It's like, I, 
I want it. And my coach said something before I left. She said, you know, if I could show you what you look like when we first met versus now, it's like two totally different people. And she said, like, now you can see you're having fun with it. You're excited about it. Like you want it. Whereas before I was, you know, nervous and didn't feel like I quite fit or maybe I was pushing myself into something like that I just wasn't a part of um, in the very beginning. But you know, I am so big on confidence and I wasn't being confident in the beginning. I think I was just overwhelmed and I, yeah, like I felt like I was looking in on a group and like, can I fit into that group? But the answer is yes. If you are questioning yourself ever, if you can fit into a group, but you know, it's something you want to accomplish and do, you can totally do it. Just work at it, you know, tell yourself you've got it. And people are so supportive and caring in these communities that are out there. Um, and they like just accept you and want you to be part of the group. So go for whatever it is. But yeah, coming up, definitely just working on memorizing that speech. I would say those that's continuing interview and like walking. So basically all the elements of the pageant I'll still be practicing, but super excited with my progress and really feel super ready. So what I've learned because when you're doing a goal like this where it's taking multiple years or there's a lot of prep that goes into it, that it's not just, oh, let me sign up for this class and just start. But when it's something, you know, that's longer, there's a lot of learning that goes into before you even get to where you want to go. And that's all part of the journey. And it's so exciting. So when you're focusing on yourself and a goal, just take note of what you're learning about because I realized just how strong, confident, dedicated I am and how passionate I can be about something. Um, because, you know, this was a long time in coming. And it, there are many times I could have just said, you know, I'm overwhelmed. I need to step away. Like maybe this wasn't the right fit for me. But I can tell you all of the emotions I experienced, which there was a roller coaster depending on how things went or the time, um, you know, many times I fell in those shoes, all the stuff. Um, and sometimes, you know, when self-doubt does creep in because we're all human, so it's going to at times. Um, but there were a lot of times I could have easily given up or just said, hey, you know, it wasn't the right goal for me. I'm glad I tried. And that was that. But when you stick to something like this and you really dedicate yourself, like in the end, it, it's all worth it. You struggle, the time commitment, the money commitment, if that's part of it, you know, every commitment you make pays off. And so I am proud of myself already for making it this far and now being, you know, next month having it happen. It's just a really cool feeling. So I urge you if you're ever on the brink of not completing something because you know, just stressing you out, like take a deep breath, give yourself time before you make that decision. Because if you choose to stick with it, you'll probably be a little more excited than if you give up. And if you let those emotions rule that decision at the time, you know, yeah, it's it's where you're easier to say, nope, I'm done. I don't ever want to do something like this again. But just stick with it because all of us have it in us, especially for pushing ourselves. Like that is what's so awesome. There's such a drive and passion in us to just move forward with things and push ourselves to these, you know, limits and break glass ceilings, whatever it is, you know, just go for it. 
And I was, um, yeah, in the beginning, I would say I was also really afraid, you know, or almost like of getting really vulnerable and putting myself on the line with these things and meaning like here I am talking about it up to, um, there was a time where I considered, do I even share this on the podcast? Like, do I want to dive into all of it? Because what if I don't, or what if in the beginning I was even like, what if I don't, you know, crown like here I've talked about this for multiple years and then I'm going to be like and nothing happened but you know as the process has been going and I've been getting more confident about it I'm like it's okay no matter what happens like I'm winning by being there I'm winning by standing on the stage and so vulnerability and putting myself kind of out there and being held accountable has been wonderful so open yourself up to being vulnerable it's not the worst place to be. It might be uncomfortable, but with all uncomfort, there is growth. And I'm just so excited. I'm proud of myself for all the change that's happened, you know, from the time the idea was a, a little like seed in my mind to now I have totally changed as a person. I view myself differently than I did. Um, I see myself as a strong I mean, I've always seen myself as strong and confident, but it's almost like another level of that now. I just am so assured in what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, and I'm ready for the stage. Like, that's the bottom line. I am ready for the stage. If it were tomorrow, I would be like, let's go. Let's do this. It's been the biggest learning of my life, and, you know, Investing in myself has been the best gift I can give myself because the growth, like I've been saying, has just been something I can't even fully describe. And, you know, for you out there, all you listeners, if there's anything you're thinking of trying and maybe you're even waiting to start in the new year, like do it, give it a go. There's room for all of us and whatever it is. But it is so worth all the stumbles, falls in my case. Um, you know, getting back up and proving to yourself you've got this and you can handle it and invest in yourself. Like in 2023, do it, invest as much as you can. And I will definitely provide an update on the pageant after it's over. Um, so stay tuned for that. But you can follow me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones as I will be posting way more about the pageant as it's getting closer, um, pictures from all that. So if you're interested at all, that's where that will be before the next episode comes out about it. But thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.